0: This is the Spin Talk Podcast. Catch Spin Talk with Lauren live on Spin 1038 weekdays from 1.
1: Spin 1038, you're welcome back to Spin Talk with Lauren. I'm joined now on the line by Dr. Debbie Ging, who's from the DCU School of Communications and the author of this studying into bullying. Debbie, you're very welcome along to the show. Thanks for your time. Thanks for having me. Debbie, if you wouldn't mind, just remind people what you do at the National Anti-Bullying Research and Resource Centre.
2: Well the center itself is, uh, is is kind of it, it does what it says on the tin it's a, a center uh the national center for um all types of, of research about bullying and cyberbullying in Ireland but it also uh, provides resources and outreach uh to schools and parents um and advice um etc so it's um it's based in in DCU my role in the center uh, I come from a, a media studies background, so my main put, input really is is doing research on media-related or gender-related um, issues okay. in relation to bullying.
1: So, why was this study carried out? What were you hoping to find?
2: Well we initially partnered with Glenn, which was was at the time the gay uh, and lesbian equality network, and we were interested in seeing if particular variables um, protected categories are uh, influential factors in bullying. so we were looking at obviously sexuality but also gender, gender identity, class, ethnicity, uh, body type, and religion um, to see if these were factors in students' experiences of, uh, of bullying specifically and, and then in the kind of the school
1: culture and climate more generally. Okay. And was everything fairly straightforward? Are we surprised by any of the findings, Debbie?
2: We were relatively surprised by some of them. I mean, in terms of headline findings, we had we discovered relatively low levels of physical bullying or physical sexual harassment. Um, but what we were surprised by was that the main factor in other types of bullying, so being called hurtful names, having been rumours spread about you, or being excluded deliberately um, from friend groups in all of the three schools was body shape or size. So that was uh, a surprising finding. In the boys' school, it was body shape and size and cultural background and ethnicity. They were the, the top factors. But in the other two schools, it was, um, it was body size or okay. body shape or body type. So, yes, we were surprised by this.
1: So you went to a boys' school, a girls' school, I believe, and then a co-ed school. That's right. Okay. Um, was there a good few differences between the different types of schools?
2: Yeah, there were there were a number of, I think, significant differences. Um, all types of bullying were lower in the mixed gender or co-ed school. And the students there also expressed the highest levels of belonging and of feeling safe. So that was kind of interesting, I thought. Um, in terms of LGBT inclusivity, only 7.5% of students in the all-boys school said that they felt their school was very accepted of LGBT students compared with 386 in the co-ed school and 19.1% in the all-girls school. So that was quite a stark mm. contrast between the schools as well. And then another factor came up as well in uh, with regard to the issue of reporting. And so, you know, we discovered low rates of reporting, and this is consistent with the international literature on bullying, that students are very reluctant to report bullying. But we discovered that students in the all-girls school were the least likely to report it. And they were also the most critical of the teacher's effectiveness in addressing the problems that were reported. So that was an interesting finding as well.
1: Mm. What was the input from teachers uh, in the study?
2: Um, Teachers were really, really positive and glad that we were doing this kind of uh, research and that we're developing this kind of instrument um, for them their reaction to the prevalence of uh, body t- body type was initially surprised so they weren't really expecting that i think they probably thought that racism and homophobia would cl- play more prominent roles than body type so they were surprised but then on reflection um you know they attributed that to the uh, to the role of social media and to kind of selfie culture and the pressure on young people to adhere to particular Mm -hmm. impossible kind of body types, both boys and girls in contemporary culture.
1: Yeah, I suppose when we do think about it, and these are conversations we've had on on this show in the past, you know, we uh, really are so fascinated and fixated on body image, not just school kids, but adults as well. Um, I know, look, I know that the whole purpose of this was the study. Debbie, but, you know, are there answers? Do the teachers have any suggestions? What can we do to combat this kind of bullying?
2: Well, what's really interesting is and this is why I say or have said that the, you know, it's a relatively small study that we did So the co-ed school that we did the research with might not be representative of all co-ed schools but in this particular school um, what was noticeable was a very proactive policy on um, anti-bullying and a very proactive policy on LGBT rights and on trans students um, and on a whole range of issues. It was a very um, mixed school uh, ethnically, and they had the lowest rates of of bullying and the highest levels of belonging. And so, it, it seems to me very clear that you know if a school is really committed, proactively committed. Through inclusion and diversity, that that shows that that has tangible um, results. So, you know, in, in this school, the teachers are, are all kind of on board. They all have a, a, a similar vision, um, and there's a lot of training. There's a lot of support there mm. for for dealing with um, these kinds of issues, and that shows. So, I think you know the answer is um, support and uh, putting the, the kind of supports in place that are necessary, training teachers. Bringing in experts, um, like experts from our own centre, um, to, you know, to move things forward because it has very, very tangible results.
1: Debbie, really interesting, and um, thank you so much um, for taking us through that study, Doctor Debbie Ging from the National Anti-Bullying Research and Resource Centre. Thanks for your time. Thank you. We heard from Debbie Ging there from the from DCU about um, body image and how after they carried out a survey in three schools. That came back as the number one reason people are bullied for their appearance. Do you agree with that? Let me know. 87 711 Leisha has been in touch. Hi, Leisha. Hi. Leisha, unfortunately, you experienced bullying at school.
3: Yes, I did. I experienced it in primary school. Um, I was born in London, went to school over here for a while. Um, and then I moved over to Ireland. And I started school in Ireland and I was bullied from this, basically from the start.
1: Okay, and was it because you sounded a bit different or what was it? Well,
3: originally, yeah, like there was like that little bit of kind of, they would, you know, it was because you sounded different, but actually I was bullied because I had imaginary friends at the time. I was quite innocent. My parents kept us quite sheltered, I guess, in certain ways um, when I was going through school. And when I came over and I started in Ireland, I I did have kind of imaginary friends, and I, you know, I I tried to bring them out to play, like, almost to play, like, on the playground when I was a kid, and then people would make fun of me for it, and I was, yeah, I was bullied for a couple of different things. But that was probably the main, main bit.
1: And do you remember much about that time, Leisha, what it was like for you? Yeah, like, it was, I mean, it wasn't,
3: It kind of, it sucked, obviously, um, but I don't think I fully understood that I was necessarily being bullied at the time. But at the same time, I was also on the other side because as a result, I did did kind of offset that on somebody else. And I didn't end up, as a result, kind of bullying somebody else. And I, like, obviously regret it now, but as a kid, I didn't realize that that's what I was doing.
1: Yeah, it can happen. I think... And it's so um, clear as an adult looking back that you're like, yes, when you feel at your lowest and insecure as a child, you're going to lash out and take it out on someone who you think is weaker. You know, I think yeah. loads of people can relate to that. Yeah. And I think it's what I think it is, I think it's like
3: kids when they go to school they're they eventually they somehow try to establish some sort of dominance, some sort of place. Um, in that and I think they don't understand about other people's feelings necessarily at the time when they're trying to establish that like you know like like cubs would like f- argue and fight and stuff like that like, I think we have a different kind of structure to that and that we use slightly more mental things but we do kind of bully and I think that that's what it initially is but as you get older you realise that that's not the way to go about it but I don't think the, child, the minds of children aren't complex enough to understand that
1: and what do you think today now, Lisa, the fact that we're talking about um, body image and appearance being the most common thing people are bullied over, does that surprise you at all?
3: That doesn't really surprise me. Um, now I like I've been kind of overweight. Like I haven't been massively overweight, but I've been overweight like my whole life, and it was never something that I was necessarily bullied on so much. It was something I gave myself criticism over because of what was around me, I guess, and what was considered to be a good type. And I was, but it it wasn't. It was for other things. I was never bullied for my weight, so I was quite lucky in that, I guess.
1: Do you think now it would be harder? to be a kid in school. I appreciate that bullying has always existed, unfortunately, but do you think it would be worse now because of social media and smartphones?
3: Yeah, I think it is, because I also think it opens you up to the bullying of, of adults as well, because there are, you know, you're dealing with people who... You understand the right, or, like, the right or wrong about it but are quite harsh in the way they deal with things as well. So they might not be kind of as forgiving. So it's like they're dealing with it in school on kind of like a really immature level and then they're coming home and they're finding that adults are kind of doing it online and they're probably getting some of it from like home or the people that they're at. So I think it is absolutely everywhere. So a lot more so when I was growing up, the internet was only just kind of coming in. Facebook wasn't around like I mean, it was kind of, even MSN was a new, like a relatively new
1: concept, you know, Mm -hmm. so it would be much harder now, I think. Leisha, really good of you to come on. Thanks for your time today. No, thanks. Um, That's Leisha there who was bullied a bit in primary school. Um, As she said, she didn't kind of realise at the time, Um, but she says it was not really to do with her appearance. It was more the fact that she had lived over in the UK, they came back here and she had imaginary friends. And that was something that she was um, teased about a lot. But then in turn, she started to bully another girl. She said, I think that's something a lot of people can relate to is that you turn on someone else then. Has anyone else experienced that? Mark says, I was bullied, had it for years over my weight. I ended up becoming anorexic and nearly taking my own life. It's horrible when it happens and knocks you for six. Mark, I hope everything is better now. I wasn't surprised, to be honest, when Debbie said... Um, About the all boys school. So the survey was carried out just in three schools, so quite a small survey, an all boys school, an all girls school and then a co-ed school. And she said, you know, when it came to things like homophobic bullying, kids in the co-ed school were more comfortable with sexuality and gender. But in the all girls school and all boys school, yes, appearance was something that people were bullied over. What were your experiences in school? If you've ever been the victim of bullying, do you know why it is that you were targeted? I'm on 087-711-1038. Yvette is next. Hi, Yvette. Hi, how are you? I'm good, thank you very much. Yvette, this is something that you have experience of? Yeah, yeah, unfortunately. um, I'm in my 30s
0: now, but when I was in primary school, um, I would have been bullied for, you know, but silly little things. Like, like I'm a half-cast. My dad's quite dark and my mum's obviously Irish. And I was lucky to be tanned, you know, back then. And, you know, people would, you know, they would try calling me, like, um, Chinese, like, ching-chong names and stuff like that. And, and I'd be like, whatever, you know, like, just jealous of my tan, you know. And then, like, silly other stuff, like, um how short my uniform it might have touched my knee but i'm very short i was only three foot for a long time in primary school i didn't grow i had like a little growth issue i used to get slagged over that but because i was confident in myself you know i think when you're you compensate for a lot of stuff when you're obviously younger so because i was so short i was a little bit on the louder side and i wasn't afraid to like speak my mind and be like you're the one who has the issue with me I don't have an issue with me, so your
1: opinion really doesn't matter to me. That's great. You know? I think yeah. you were so confident in yourself.
0: I was lucky, like, my mum and dad, like, you know, were... At the end of the day, you are what you are. And I was lucky that they were always behind me because I could be, You know, like I said, I was a quite a loud mouth and I could win and be like, this person said that to me and that person said that. My mom and dad were like, you know what? That's their problem. And like I, like I said in my message... Twenty odd years ago, getting bullied, you know, like it'd be a flag in here, there, and everywhere. Like where nowadays, I'd much rather have been bullied back then as opposed to now, because like I, I have a, a five-year-old daughter, and I pray like she'll never have, you know, some of the problems that are going on now, like all the cyber bullying and stuff. And that poor girl on the call for, they're looking for Coco's law to be brought in. Like nothing can be done over her suicide because there's no law or legislation in place. To convict these people who physically, you know, harmed her and then mentally tortured her through like Facebook.
1: Yeah, I think a lot of people will be aware of that story from the papers at the moment, Yvette. Um, do you feel that, you, like, are you surprised at all that it's so much um bullying now is in relation to people's appearance and body image?
0: Oh, God, yeah. And all I can say is a lot of it is just jealousy. If someone has the cheek or the nerve to be able to pass a comment to it, and, a, you know, I'm sorry to say, like, it's girls where they're worst for it all, like. But if someone has, you know, the, the, the nerve to flag you over the way you look, your dress, your hair, your makeup or something, they need to look at themselves. They need to really look inside their own head and heart and say, why am I able to call that person that name? What is wrong with me that I have the
1: guts to be able to say that to that person? Mm-hmm. Yvette, lovely to speak to you. Thanks so much. Thank you. Great to have you on the show. Um, Yvette, you know, luckily wasn't too impacted by her experience of bullying, but it's not always the case. I know it can be so damaging and a few people on Twitter are not too happy with um, how we've worded the question. We've been asking, you know, why were you bullied? And I suppose what we mean is, why do you think you were targeted? We're absolutely not victim blaming at all but Michelle says don't you mean why do bullies bully asking someone why they were bullied will only make them look at themselves and think of a reason as to what was wrong with them Michelle that's not our intention at all but I suppose off the back of this study what we're wondering is if body image if weight appearance are things that people are targeted for does that make sense to you now is that something that you're like "Oh, okay you know maybe I looked different maybe I sounded different It's never your fault. And I completely appreciate, you know, bullies are bullies for a reason. And as you heard Leisha say earlier on, the fact that she was bullied kind of led to her bullying someone else. We're not having a go at victims at all. What we're trying to figure out is what are the reasons people are bullied or what bullies are looking for? What are they targeting? 87 711 1038 Joanne has said on Facebook, and I'd really like to hear your thoughts on this. Joanne says, I think they should bring in a rule where parents are arrested and jailed if their child child bullies another child. Simple as that. There are too many people being bullied. It's getting way out of hand now. Something needs to be done and soon. Wow, Joanne is pretty sure how she feels about it, that if your child is caught bullying that you, the parent, should be arrested and jailed. What are your thoughts on that? Would that ever work? Let me know your thoughts on this one today. Lots and lots of messages coming through on bullying. I would like to hear your experiences today. Are you surprised to hear that body weight, looks, appearance are the primary reasons, according to a new survey carried out? Let me know. 087-711-1038. You can text or WhatsApp. We're talking about bullying We've kind of been focusing primarily on bullying in schools because we are talking about a survey that was carried out by DCU's National Anti-Bullying Research and Resource Centre focusing on three schools. But people are getting in touch with their own stories of being bullied by family members, bullied at work. We appreciate them all. Thank you so much. I'll try and get to all of them. But I suppose what we're talking about today is the reasons why people are targeted in school. Um, Weight and body image were the main reasons that arose in this study carried out by the the National Anti-Bullying Research and Resource Centre. Does that make sense to you? Is that something that you kind of look back maybe on your school days now and go, do you know what? Yeah, you know, I maybe looked a bit different. There was something about me that made me a target. And I appreciate that people are saying, look, why aren't you talking about why bullies bully? Why are you focusing on the people who are bullied and, you know, asking them to look at themselves? It's not victim blaming at all. We're just trying to work out what it is that people target Uh, Kathy says, bullying is so much worse now. It used to be that there was a bunch of mean girls in school that loved to make your life a living hell in school and that's where it stayed, in school. But now the bullying follows you home. Even that vicious beating, the 16-year-old gotten banger made me sick to my stomach. That video recording will follow that poor girl for the rest of her life. Most of the country has seen it. Media has made bullying 100% worse. Even those aren't directly uh, doing the bullying are still able to view and comment about it online yeah, you're so right, Cathy. Like, I think definitely similar to um, our earlier callers, Leisha and Yvette, I w- I w- I've never said that I was bullied because kind of like Yvette, I was a very confident kid. I was definitely teased and made fun of and called names over different things in primary and secondary school. Um, It never really got too much, though. And I think because, as Cathy said, it didn't follow me home. I wasn't. Re- I was quite blissfully aware. I do remember maybe in first year... I wouldn't even say it really started to have an impact but I definitely I remember there was a couple of things in particular I was being slagged about right and it you know and people were talking about me behind my back and I was aware of it and I have a really good friend who kind of told me and at the time I remember thinking it was really harsh I was like I don't want to hear some of this but she told me some of the things people had said about me it died down you know and I got through it I wouldn't and I I think you know like Cathy said, because it didn't follow me home, I was okay and I could get away from it. And I don't ever remember not wanting to go to school over it because it was other things and I had other friends and I just kind of got through it. But unfortunately, it's just not the case for everyone. And people experience really, really awful, hurtful things and it can follow you forever. And I suppose just to mention again what people are pointing out that you know we need to talk about why bullies bully there is so much good work being done in schools now to make people aware and to make it um you know better for people who report bullying because that was another thing we heard from the report is that in the girls school um they were less likely to report bullying have you ever reported bullying? What was that like? What's that feeling like of, of coming forward and telling someone? Was much done about it? I'm on 087-711-1038. Hopefully it is better now for people coming forward than it might have been years ago. Another, um, similar to Alicia, who we spoke to earlier on, they say I was bullied for imaginary, imaginary friends as a kid also, both mentally and physically. Someone once set my hair on fire on the school bus. I find I have to work hard for my confidence now because of it. I'm not surprised. That's a shocking thing for you to go through. And now if you think about it, kids with such imaginations are probably celebrated a lot more. You know, years ago you were considered weird and strange. I remember a girl in my class in primary school was so creative, so quiet. She used to just draw quietly to herself. And I, looking back now, I'm like she was a genius. But people made fun of her because she was so quiet and you know, just preferred to be on her own and draw and write. And it's great to see that those kind of things now are celebrated with kids, but we still have a lot of work to do. Lynn says, I've red hair. I was shy and a bit of workward. I was an easy target, so I got a pig's life. Two girls in particular targeted me, spread rumors about me and would wait outside my estate to hop on me. At 16, I tried to kill myself because of these two. Lynn, I'm so sorry to hear that. And there's an example of it following you home you know long before social media i hope you're okay another listener says it doesn't just happen in school i'm 27 i'm bullied by my husband's family it's all to do with my appearance so yes same as school wow 27 and that is so so um yeah, that's something you probably feel you can't escape from have you tried to speak to them what about your husband let me know 087 711 1038 Another listener says, I was bullied for complaining about bad work practices in a state company by a line manager with several other complaints against her. General public would go mad if they knew what was going on in this company. I've been out of work for six months as a result. Like I said, we're getting messages about home life and work life as well. For anyone who was bullied in school, can you remember things like even just talking about my own experience now? And as I said, I I was very lucky. I was probably teased and slagged and you know, bitched about or whatever for a, a couple of months. It never really um, had too much of an impact on me, thankfully. And I think that is something a lot of people can say that they experienced and, it, you know, it didn't get out of control. But for those of you who it did, you know, had, did, were you able to report it? Was it someone you could talk to? Were the school supportive at the time? And just hearing this report today from um, DCU, are you surprised to hear that it's more about appearance and weight that's what kids are reporting now that they're bullied about let me know 087 711 1038 um lots of people sharing their stories about being bullied and you know the reasons maybe you feel that you were targeted i'm on 087 711 1038 menal is on the line hi menal hi have, Thanks, I, have i said your name properly menal yeah menal oh it's lovely i've never heard it before Tell me a bit about your experiences in primary school, Manal.
4: Well, I went to primary school and I was kind of the only Muslim there in my class. I think there was one other guy with me. And I felt like I I knew I was treated differently. Um, And it was for really stupid reasons, I think, that people kind of looked at me. Because I wasn't doing the same things as everyone else. Like, in religion, I wouldn't do religion because I was Muslim and... I feel like that was kind of what started it sometimes because I wasn't doing the same
1: things as everyone else. Yeah, I I feel like, you know, the the findings of this report in DCU are appearance and body image. But I think the common theme I'm hearing from everyone is just something that's different. Something that people maybe don't know about that's different about someone and that's what they target. Yeah, and then when I got into
4: secondary school there was more Muslim girls came in so I wasn't the only one. I felt like... It was such a big, bigger difference. Like, people were, like, looking me up and down as much as they were in primary school. Yeah. But because there was other Muslims there and, like, everyone was more accepting, I guess, of it. And I had more friends that were similar to me, so I felt a lot more comfortable.
1: Yeah. Well, that's good to hear. And when you were in primary school, Manal, like, how long did it go on for? Did it become a bit of a problem that, you know, you didn't um, want to go to
4: school? Yeah, I guess it was, like, um... Stupid things like at break time when we'd be like playing skipping and stuff like that. Like I w- it would be like all the girls would play skipping and then they'd kind of just leave me out or like skip me or go ahead of me on on purpose. And then I-, I never spoke about it at all. And then like now that it's happened to my brother, I was like when he came home and he was like, oh, like. This guy was, like, doing this to me and everything. Like, I was like to my dad, no, you have to go in. And I feel like I was more overprotective over my brother because he came and said it to me. Yeah. But when I went through it, I never told anyone. Like, I was, <laughs> I just didn't want to tell anyone. I guess I didn't know how to. And, like, I, I even feel like in primary school, like, nobody was like, oh, if you're being bullied, tell anybody. But when we went to secondary school, we had, like, SPHE and stuff like that. And we were all told to, like, tell a teacher or something mm-hmm. if you were bullied
1: yeah and how old is your brother he's 12 now ok and if things are things a bit better for him
4: I think yeah as he got a bit older I was just like you know be more confident and like you know just giving a bit of advice because I really don't think that there's anything wrong with him uh, he doesn't deserve it to be bullied it's just people just picking on him just for yeah I guess looking different sometimes as well like he's
1: a bit more tanned and stuff like that so yeah All right, Manal, lovely to speak to you. Thanks for sharing that. No problem, thanks so much. Okay, bye-bye. I'm just laughing because it's such a typical older sibling thing to say. She's like, ah, because, like, you know, I don't actually think there's anything wrong with them. I love just the way people talk about their siblings sometimes on this show. Uh, We should have Jane next on the line. Hi, Jane. Hi, Lauren, how are you? I'm great, thank you very much. Jane, unfortunately, you, like Manal, like so many of our other listeners, you've experienced bullying as well. Yeah, so... um they have just gone back a while now. I'm 26 now, so this is
5: back in secondary school. So it actually started happening when I was in third year. Um, So back then I was in mixed school um, and I was one of the first openly proud to be gay, you know. I I didn't hide it. And um, at the time then I was the group of friends then that I was with when I started, when I came out to them and then the whole school got wind of it then. Things started to change pretty quickly.
1: Oh, what happened? What was everyone's reaction?
5: Um, well, they were sort of shocked because I think, you know, at that age then, I had, you know, a lot of interest um, from guys, you know, before I came out, you know. Um, and then for me to turn around then and say, I'm well, actually, I'm gay and this is who I am. Um, the group of friends that I was with then completely turned against me and um, I remember at one stage, I was, during class, I went to the toilet and they basically jumped on me in the bathrooms and bet me up, oh, Jane. you know, and it was for that. And then basically the, I remember then the second time I was walking through the corridors and it happened again. They started fighting with me physically and I just said, this isn't going to happen. I've got another three years left in school. And so I it came to the terms where I, you know, it was fight or flight. So I, I fought back, physically fought back.
1: Wow. And was it guys and girls, Jane? Um, no, it was just girls. Okay. The guys were more, um, I mean, they
5: pass comms, but I mean, they'd never actually do anything physically or anything, but the girls were, they didn't hold back.
1: Wow, I'm I'm surprised to hear that. Um, I went to a mixed school as well, and I found it very accepting for lots of things, and, you know, a, a lot of my classmates came out, and just from the, the report that we heard earlier on, they were saying, you know, mixed schools tend to be more accepting, but that just wasn't your experience at all. Yeah, and I listened to that report and I was actually so happy to hear that
5: because the school that I went to now is exactly that way. You know, looking back on it now, like when, you know, because my friends' sisters go to that school now and there's transgenders. It's a completely different school and, you know, I'm so glad that times have changed because like the last listener, I also now have a sibling that, He's a couple of years younger than me. He's nearly 21, but like that, he's gay as well now. And he went to an all boys school and he didn't come out at all until he left school because he felt, Mm. well, I I can't do this in an all boys school, you know?
1: Yeah, I'm not surprised to hear that. But it's great that, you know, you are there to support him, Jane, and you've been through it. And just think, you know, your friend's little sister in that school and anyone else who's going through a a tough time in that school, you paved the way for them by standing up to your bullies.
5: Oh, exactly. And ever since that then, I was so respected, you know, nobody said boo to me. And I was, then you started seeing the younger years Then, as time went on, they all, you know, the younger guys and girls at Wiregate, they started coming out and I'd get approached then, you know, for support and people would then, how did you do it and all? And, you know, oh. you were what paved the way for me. And now I feel comfortable and that's something I'll take with me forever as
1: well, you know. Oh, Jane, that's amazing. Um, Really, really good to hear that. Good on you. And thank you for sharing that. No problem, Lauren. Thanks for coming on today. Thanks. Um, Wow, Jane standing up for herself in her school really, um, I think, is probably one of the reasons why that school is more accepting now. Jane says on WhatsApp, I've come off all social media in the last few months, so I can set an example for my three kids when they're older, in the hope that they don't want to join Facebook, Instagram, etc. I was bullied at school for having curly hair and glasses, but luckily back then it didn't follow me home. Bullying is way too easy now. It really is. And like we've been hearing from people, not just in school and in, um, yeah, like it's happening in the workplace as well, in adult life. There's loads of messages coming in. I'm going to do my best to get through all of them by the end. But if you would like to get involved in the conversation, text or WhatsApp. I'm on 087-711-1038. Lots and lots of messages coming in about bullying bullying. The reasons why people bully, the reasons why people feel they might be targeted. I'm on 087-711-1038. If you would like to get involved, Andrea says on WhatsApp, I just find it really interesting how we talk about bullying and how it's wrong. It is, of course. But for example, for people with glasses and such, I have a lazy eye. It's not very visible, but you can see it if you pay attention. I had two operations and it's not fun. Would love to change it, but I can't. I'm just wondering why is it funny to tell jokes about it? There are even funny videos about it online and a movie with, I think, Will Ferrell, not sure. Anyway, while on the other hand, you would never, ever joke about a person missing an arm or a leg. This makes me very sad. Yeah, there, there kind of seems to be levels of things that we think it's OK to make fun of, you know. And uh, this conversation kind of came up the other day about, um, you know, um, talking about uh, mental illness. And the things that we make fun of, but then the things that are a no-go area. And Andre, I think this falls into that as well. Just always try and be mindful of other people. You don't know what anyone's going through. And I know a lot of people that day were in touch saying, oh, Jesus, like if you didn't use certain words, you'd never be allowed to say anything ever again. But I just think be mindful of other people, really, and just try and be as kind as you can. Another listener says, I was picked on for having red hair when I was in primary school, which resulted in me dyeing my hair at a young age. I didn't realise it was bullying until years later, as it was mainly my friends at the time. Now, both my children have red hair and I'm so worried that it'll happen to them too. I never got the red hair thing. You know, I just, I've never understood why it's something that is made fun of. I just, I don't know. And I have friends with red hair who've all experienced bullying at different times in their lives over the colour of their hair, people making comments I've just never understood it. Um, I think a lot of bullying can be caused by jealousy and insecurities from some people, says this listener. I was bullied in school and when the principal brought myself and the people who bullied me um, in, they came out and said that they were jealous. It is a huge thing. Absolutely. And I also mentioned earlier on that it's not just school. We've been getting messages in about today. It's adult life. It's families. It's your workplace This listener has sent in a story to tell us, I'm in my early 40s, they say, and recently took an overdose because two people who I thought were my friends turned their backs on me for no apparent reason. I tried calling them to find out what was up, etc. And one of them replied saying, sorry, we just can't be friends anymore. I was heartbroken. This has really affected my life. I don't claim to be perfect, far from it, but I never thought at this stage in my life I would be dealing with such issues. Why can't people just talk and try and sort things out? I genuinely valued my friendship with these ladies, but they just turned their backs on me and left me isolated and on my own. I.e., bullies. Life is hard enough without this BS. It absolutely is, and I hope you can move forward into a more positive place and take care of yourself. If you've been affected by any of the conversations today, we have some numbers to call out to you. Childline, you can reach them on eighteen hundred sixty-six sixty-six sixty-six. Our friends at Pieta House are on 601 00 samaritans 1850 60 90 900 team line ireland are 1800 833 634 and our very good friends at spun out have so much advice and um, so much knowledge on their website they are spunout.ie and similarly reachout.com as well thank you so much for getting involved in the conversation as always it's great to hear your experiences and your thoughts i'm going to leave it there and move on there's still
2: This is the Spin
0: Talk Podcast. Catch Spin Talk with Lauren live on Spin 1038 weekdays from 1.